Greetings, my friend, and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Let's begin in prayer. Lord Jesus, we pray in your name that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that we're able to use in our life, in the life of our family, in the lives of our friends, and in the lives of people we haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you, my dear friend. I hope all is well and wonderful with your soul, and thank you for being here right now and listening. This is podcast episode number 95 in Scripture Discourse number 156. So it says to scroll down to chapter 1 here, and I, that's what I'm going to do. There it is right there, chapter 1. We're using the Sunday prayer letters, our script, as you know. And uh, there was, there's four chapters in the letter, and there's also a few little pieces above the chapter 1 and a piece below the chapter 4, and all together it makes up our whole Sunday prayer letter. But on the podcast and on the live stream that I just finished doing just a moment ago, uh, I don't put all the pieces of the letter into these uh, shows, nor do I put it on the, in the email service that I email out on Sunday morning. But it does go up on the, uh, the, uh, the website. The website does hold all pieces of the Sunday prayer letter. Uh, the idea with the Sunday prayer letter is not just to have uh, something to preach from for the scriptures, but it's also a teaching tool to help people to, um, let's say, start a church or start a ministry in the simplest form, simplest format without getting too much detail and too complexity because building and starting a church starting and building a church could be a very daunting task. So in the Sunday prayer letter, we break it down to just the needed components to uh, to build a ministry, to build a missionary service. If you want to be a missionary, this is the, you can actually use the Sunday prayer letter as a missionary because that's what I do. <laughs> I'm a missionary and I use the Sunday prayer letter and it works just fine. <laughs> it really does. I praise God for this letter because it didn't come from me. I guarantee it. It did not come from Preacher John. So let's go into our letter now. Chapter one, Sunday prayer letter. I see sun, chapter one is the opening, the greeting, the news, and prayer. So Sunday, February 27th, 2022, last Sunday of February, Sunday prayer letter. Our title is to is uh, testify unto every man, testify unto every man. It's found in Revelation 22, 18 and 19. I'll read it to you from the King James Bible. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these sayings, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. Verse 19, And if any man shall take away from the words of the prophecy of this book, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. <laughs> Pretty powerful. So once again, this is episode number 95, and your, uh, the title of our episode is Testify Into Every Man, and you're listening to the podcast show, Touching People for, for Heaven, <laughs> with your host, yours truly, Preacher John. Greetings, my friend. So this week ending has been a sub-zero temperature here in the city that I live and preach in. I preach on the streets six days a week, 
and on the streets and lanes of my city. Therefore, it has been very rough, to say the least. I had to cancel a couple days due to the cold exhausting me. I'm 68 years old, and uh, the cold just really gets into my bones a lot faster no matter how many layers of clothing I have on. Uh, So it kind of gets to me. So this week coming up is going to be a little warmer, so uh, we'll see what happens. (laughs) Praise God, right? But uh, I continue the preaching and the ministry and the banner ministry that I do. I do it all in the name of Jesus Christ, my Savior. So hopefully where you may be, my friend, your ministry has continued or even flourished. I think preaching the gospel for salvation is the best thing we can do. Yes, I know, I realize, my friend, we all have lives to live. And what Jesus said is we are to occupy till he comes. No doubt about that. Nevertheless, let's all continue to make time for the preaching of the gospel. Uh, This work and service of preaching to everyone, preaching uh, is for everyone. (laughs) Let me rephrase that, okay? Sorry, I got stumbled around a little bit. I leave all the stumbling on the show. I do not take them off, take it off. I don't make this show pristine. Uh, There's a lot of software apps that can take out all the different problems in a show, and it looks like the guy who or the woman who's doing the show is absolutely a perfect person. (laughs) And that's what stopped me for many years from doing anything uh, publicly because I was so imperfect. <laughs> and I just couldn't, I, no matter how much I practiced, I couldn't seem to get better. So that's why I leave it on the show to let everyone know you do not have to be perfect to do a public ministry. Amen? So let's, let's go down back into our letter now that I've said all that. Uh, so this work and service of preaching is for everyone. Now, of course, uh, we all do this work differently based upon our lifestyle and career. However, there are people, lost souls, who are going to hell, and they are all around you. My friend, touch someone today for heaven. Why not? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us understanding of these mystery scriptures. Thank you for sending your Holy Spirit to teach us your Holy Scriptures. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving us understanding and power to testify unto every man the pure Word of God. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. And in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. So that finishes chapter 1. We'll roll into uh, chapter 2 now. Chapter 2 is the main sub and letter titles and lesson 1, the Scripture. So main title, this title here is used till the Holy Ghost gives us a new series. And this title is The Word of God, capital W, The Word of God. It's found in Revelation 19.13. And he was clothed, he being Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. He was clothed with a vesture, dipped in blood, and his name is called The Word of God. The Word of God. Isn't that wonderful? The Word of God. He's not talking about a book. He's talking about the Word of God. (laughs) So below our main title is our subtitle, and it shall be used until we have breakthrough and we overcome. So that's the title, Breakthrough and Overcome. We're using the scriptures, uh, Numbers 1330, and as we all know, there are a lot of verses in the Bible that you could use for breakthrough and overcome. But this is the scripture that the Spirit of God has given to me to use for my street ministry and for the missionary church that we're building. 
And uh, this is what he's using. <laughs> if he wanted to give me a different one, he would give me a different one. But that's not what he's done. I follow Jesus no matter where he goes. And uh, amen, right? <laughs> Numbers 13.30. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. We are well able to overcome it. You know, every time I say those words on the street when I do my videos, uh, my preaching sermon videos, um, you can find that on youtube.com forward slash and just my name, John, last name C-H-O-Q-U-E. I appreciate if you subscribe over there or like the video or watch the video. Uh, I preach every day. There's couple hundred 300 videos up there now so we're uh they're all long so they're not five minute videos they're very lengthy uh they're basically a show <laughs> it's like sitting down and watching a movie practically but uh, that's what i'm doing on the street so uh but when i read the word for we all for we are well able to overcome i think about two types of people and this is not in my letter this is just an ad you know i'm adding to the letter here the two types of people one those who don't know Jesus, and those who know Jesus. So if you don't know Jesus, you may think you're overcoming. Uh, your, your people who you hang around will say, hey, man, you're doing a great job. Go for it, man. You're doing a great job. Go, go, go. But in the end, uh, statistically speaking, uh, I think it's like 95%, 90, 94% of people fail by the end of their life. It's a real, you can find the actual statistics, and uh, the U.S. government has the Labor Bureau and Statistics, and that's very eye-opening, very, very eye-opening, especially when you're 20 years old and you think you got the world by its tail. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not what you think it is. So that's those type of people, and they're not going to overcome. If you don't know Jesus Christ, you, were, you are not well able to overcome the obstacles that are in your path down the road. You might be young, and you think there are no obstacles. I am strong to overcome everything in my life. Well, guess what? Uh, it, it, it's going to change as you get older. <laughs> and now there's the other type of person I'm thinking about, and those are believers. And these believers are well able to overcome. When they continue in the Word of God, they, they'll know the truth. The truth will set them free. They'll, have, uh, they'll be disciples of Christ, and they'll have every tool that they need to overcome Satan. Whatever obstacle the father of lies is placed in front of you, you can overcome it. That's what Caleb was like. Caleb had a different spirit uh, than all the others. It was pretty amazing. He and Joshua both had the similar spirits. Anyways, I just wanted to say that real quick in that uh, uh, subtitle there of Breakthrough and Overcome. Uh, the next under the main title, the subtitle, is our third title, and that's our letter title. And it's used for the current week, and it changes every Sunday. Every Sunday it changes. Uh, this Sunday, the title is Testify Unto Every Man. Testify Unto Every Man. It's found in Revelation 22, 18, and 19. Once again, I'll read this to you. For I testify to every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And also in verse 19, And if any man take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Hmm. Pretty interesting. Uh, you ought to take a look at those scriptures one more time. <laughs> so the next part of our letter here is Lesson 1, the scriptures. 
So this section is used for the supporting scriptures to the letter title, uh, which includes seven parts for the seven days of preaching the gospel. And our, our week will start tomorrow, February 27th, Sunday prayer. I'm recording this on Saturday, so that's why I said tomorrow. Even though this is the Sunday prayer letter, uh, it's, uh, I'm recording it Saturday evening after I write my letter. So February 27th, Sunday prayer letter, testifying to every man. So part one on Sunday, I will actually be preaching on those verses, Revelation 22, 18 and 19. Every Sunday, I preach from the same location here in Boulder. We're at 28th and Pearl by the Target store. And uh, you drive by there somewhere between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. We're there all day long. Uh, there's plenty of, pl- plenty of room to park, and uh, it's easy to see the banner. Sometimes we have two banners. Uh, we've had as many as three banners, uh, but there's always at least one banner flying. And uh, it's easy to see it. People see it from a long ways away. And you can pull into the parking lot real easily and come over. We'll pray with you. We'll give you a scripture. We'll, whatever you need, uh, we'll provide uh, the best we can. If we can't provide, then we'll figure it out some way. We'll ask God to help us to provide for your need, whatever it may be. And then once uh, we roll through in the summer here, coming into spring and maybe early summer, we should have enough families in our church to have a uh, proper Sunday uh, service. But we'll also have our week, uh, our uh, street preaching uh, going on at the same time, our banner preaching on the street, along with the uh, in the building type, you know, Sunday service. Uh, but that's not here yet, it, but it's coming. It, uh, no doubt about that, it is coming. I am believing for breakthrough for at least 30 families, 30 new families to come to Gospel Evangelist Church and make a home here in this new church. And um, uh, you're welcome. Uh, you're, you're welcome to come. <laughs> Amen. So part two on Monday, I'm going to be preaching on Colossians 2.8 and Ephesians 4.17. Part three on Tuesdays, Acts 20, verse 24. Part 4 on Wednesday will be Acts 10, 42. Part 5 on Thursday will be John 15, 26. And Part 6 on Friday will be John 5, 39. Part 7 on Saturday is something like a summary, but it's a, a, a summary and maybe some definitions. I have three scriptures for this day. Numbers 35, 30, Exodus 21, 29, and Exodus 16, 34. If you notice uh, the scriptures, they were actually started, they, we start the scriptures in Revelation, and the way the Holy Spirit has kind of guided us lately is to start in Revelation and then go back up into the Bible all the way into the Old Testament. And that's what, basically what we've been doing, and you'll notice that's how the scriptures are laid out in the letter. <laughs> Interesting, isn't it? I, I find it fascinating. So Gospel Evangelist Church uses the authorized King James Bible, the KJV, for all Scripture references. So what we're looking at is the Word as a seed, the, word, the seed, and the seed in this uh, Sunday prayer letter is the title, uh, the title, such as testify unto every man, testify unto every man. And we have seven parts or supporting Scriptures, one part or verse for each of the seven days of the week that we preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen? So that ends actually, that ends chapter 2. Uh, praise God for that. We'll roll over into chapter 3 here. God bless chapter 3. Let me get a cup of, sip of tea here real quick. I preached on the live stream for about 30, I think it was 37 minutes for that. This will probably be about 35 minutes or 30 minutes. 
For every uh, thousand words, is about a 10-minute talk. So when you see something that the guy's talking for 25 or 30 minutes, it's 2,500 to 3,000 words in the script. And um, that's why it takes me two or three hours to write the script, <laughs> write the letter. And uh, anyways, uh, well, food for thought there for those who want to write a letter. <laughs> so chapter three is Breakthrough, Overcome. Lesson two, The Understanding. So Breakthrough and Overcome, as we go out to do the work and service of ministry, we all must know that our adversary is not far from us. He is a deceiver and the father of lies. The very best way that I have found to stay alert is to stay in the Word of God, namely the authorized King James Bible. This single act of staying in the King James Bible has produced much faith in the Word of God and thus has also produced much fruit for the kingdom of heaven. Prior to uh, this single Bible coming to my life, I had good fruit, but my faith was nearly always suffering. However, in the last eight years or so, my faith has not wavered at all. And to the best of my understanding, this is due to the Bible that I read and study and preach and teach from. It's a miracle to me. It really is. I also understand that this is not the norm for today. The KJV is under constant attack by seemingly everyone. Why? Why is that? (laughs) No other version is under attack in the same way. Why is that? Why? (laughs) Why are so many versions different than the KJV? Why? Why is that? (laughs) Did you know that it has only been two 70-year generations since the huge upswing of modern, textual, critical Alexandrian Bibles have hit the market worldwide? That's just two generations, 140 years. That's it. What will happen in another 140 years? Do you care? You should. Let me talk about that just for a second. It's not in my letter, but I want to add a little bit more to here. I did on the live stream also. You know, uh, the Bible, uh, uh, way back, you know, thousands of years, has always been trying to be co- per- polluted and corrupted. Uh, it's uh, this is very well documented that they've been trying to corrupt the Bible for, like I said, thousands and thousands before Christ, and um, uh, and so uh, sometimes it takes a long time before there's a breakout, before there's a breakthrough for what. Satan is doing. Satan wants breakthrough also. It's not just God's people who wants breakthrough. Satan wants breakthrough. So he has struggled for a long time to pervert, to corrupt the Word of God. But in 1881, it hit kind of a, um, what do they call, um, a point of no return or momentum or a, a breakout of sorts? Well, it broke out in 1881, and it hit the worldwide scene. And that's only 140 years. It's only two people living 70 years. I'm, I'm almost 70. You know, another year and a half, I'll be 70. So it's two of my lifetimes that we have now come from the uh, King James Bible that produced lots of fruit to the Passion Translation that people say today, all believers say that's not even a Bible, but not to the people who love the Passion Translation. They say it's the best Bible in the world. 
They say it's better than the King James Bible. And there are probably a hundred million Christians around the world who sing songs to the radio and to the CDs and all that they watch, and they're all written, not all of them, but a big portion are written from the Passion Translation. Just to be alert, there's uh, something going on. So I want to uh, let me add one more thing to that. So the point is, is that what's going to happen in another 70 years and then another 70 years? You see, it, it's, it's just going to not, it's not going to get better. People think, oh, it's going to get better. It's going to, no, it's not going to get better. It's going to get more difficult, more difficult and darker and darker. And this teaching that says, oh, there's going to be a great revival and everyone's going to turn on to Jesus and it's going to be wonderful. And no, no, that's, that's not, uh, that's not in the Bible. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, that's why I preach so heavily on the type of Bible that you read. Um, I'll say more about that in the letter. So lesson two is the understanding of the following seven parts are for the seven days of preaching the gospel, each part for each day. It's a type of supporting scripture for our seed that this letter is sowing, and that seed is testify unto every man. Remembering that Jesus likened the seed to the word of God. You can reference that in Luke 8, 11. So February 27th, Sunday prayer letter, testifying to every man. Part one will be on Sunday. Part one Sunday is Revelation 22:18, And I'm going to read the scriptures again because you cannot get enough of the word of God. Revelation 22:18. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. Revelation 22:19 And if any man shall take away from the words of the prophecy of this book God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book Part 2 on Monday will be uh, 2 Timothy 2:15 Study to show thyself approved unto God a workman that needeth not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth this ne- next scripture for this Monday will be on Colossians 2.8. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Lastly, for Monday, Ephesians 4.17. This I, th- I say therefore, this I say therefore, and testify in the Lord that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of of their mind. So that's three verses I'm going to use on Monday. And I think Monday I'm at uh, Table Mesa and Foothills Parkway across from the RTD Park and Ride. Uh, That's a great location. Very, very busy. Very, very busy. So part three on Tuesday, Acts 20, verse 24, but none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I may finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus, to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Part 4 on Wednesday, Acts 10, 42, And he commanded us to preach unto the people, and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of quick and dead. Wow. Part 5 on Thursday, John 15, 26, But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, 
even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. Part 6 on Friday, John 5, 39. Search the Scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and they are which testify of me. And that's what Jesus said. <laughs> Part 7 on Saturday, Numbers 35, 30. Uh, Whoso killeth any person, the murderer shall be put to death by the mouth of the witness, but one witness shall not testify against another person to cause him to die. The reason I put that there is because that's the first mention of the word testify, Numbers 35, 30. And in the, in the King James, the, usually the typically the first mention of the word that you're looking for will have the definition. So if you want to know what testify means, you can look at this Numbers 35.30, and you'll see that it is uh, the mouth of witnesses. Uh, when a mouth which speaks words, uh, it could be written also, written or spoken, comes out of a, a witness, uh, that witness is that act of telling the uh, that act of the witness talking <laughs> is testifying. That's what that means, testifying. Testifying comes from the mouth of the witness. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> so Exodus 21, 29. The reason I have this here is the first mention of the word testified. It's a little variation of the word testify. So this is testify. This is the first mention of that word. But if the ox were, uh, were wont to push with his horn in time past, in other words, the ox pushes with his horn, it had been testified, and it had been testified to his owner, in other words, the witness. Let me tell you a story here. So in this story here, he, the, there was a man or a person who watched the ox take his horn and push it against somebody to, you know, to impel the person. And, uh, and somebody testified, hey, I saw that ox do this, okay? And he testified to his owner. And if he has not kept him in, the ox in, but he hath killed a man or a woman, in other words, the ox went out and killed somebody with his horns, uh, the ox shall be stoned and his owner shall be put to death. Uh, it's really, an, that's the word testified. Uh, lastly, I have the first mention of the word testimony. Testimony. It's actually an uppercase kind of pointing to Jesus. As the Lord commanded Moses, so Aaron laid it up before the testimony to be kept. He laid it up before the testimony to be kept. It's a wonderful verse. So that ends chapter 3, and praise God for chapter 3. So we'll roll into chapter 4 here. Chapter 4, God bless chapter 4. Chapter 4 has recap, prayer, salutation, and closing. So recap, the word testify, as first mentioned in the Word of God, is the mouth of witnesses but one witness shall not testify, the mouth of witnesses. And this comes from Numbers 35.30. We know what a witness speaks, either written or spoken, or what he knows. If he speaks otherwise, he might be lying, or does not know the truth and is just making the story up. Here is where we all, as believers, why we must know the Holy Scriptures. However, all too often we know what, the man, what man says about the Scriptures, but we may not know what the Scriptures say about the Scriptures. <laughs> this is simply uh, a different way of looking at gaining the truth of the Word of God. Use the Scriptures 
with the communion of the Holy Ghost. This way is wonderful. In the method of using man and tradition, we may never know the truth. That is, if we stay in man's teaching or doctrine and not in the spirit of truth, in the end, this might be the doctrines of devils, the doctrines of man. Could this also be why Jesus said often, beware, and he also said, watch and pray? And this could also be why the Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians 2.11, he wrote, Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. There is an important scripture that I use often in regards to this testifying of the Word of God, and that's in Acts 17.30. And the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. And a little side note on this verse 1730, uh, I, I hope that you read the verses above it and the verses below it in the whole context. The scriptures that I have in the letter is not simply to isolate that one scripture. It's to point you to that scripture and, and with the Holy Spirit uh, going Above the you know above that verse to read the context and then the verses below it and get the whole uh, the whole concept the whole text the whole picture of what's going on there okay so it's not that I'm just pulling out of scripture one verse I want you to go to that one verse and read the ones above it and ones below it okay and to conclude this recap probably the very best method is to continue in the word of Jesus Christ as is written here in John eight. Verse 31 and 32. Then Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. That's John chapter 8, verses 31 and 32. Now, what I may, must say here is, um, even if no one believes this next statement, I need to say it. The word of truth is found in the authorized King James Bible. The fruit that this one single book has produced is so vast that only God knows the number of fruit that this Bible has produced, and it is truly astounding. Therefore, if uh, you don't believe this previous statement, then do your own due diligence and know the truth. It is that important to our children's children, children's children. Amen? Let's pray. Thank you, God, for commanding all of us to repent from ignorance. Help us to carry this out and to learn of your Spirit. Help us, O Lord, to be pure and to be filled with your Holy Spirit. May we be able servants in your service, Lord Jesus. We also pray for laborers to come into your harvest. Yes, we pray for lost souls to be saved. And in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. So my letter is signed, Worship the Lord thy God with my initials, J.C., from my name, John Shuck. Worship the Lord thy God. And below my initials, I have four verses. Matthew 4.10, Then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou worship. Acts 5.3, And Peter said, Ananias, 
Why hath Satan filled thy heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land? 2 Corinthians 11.14 And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. 1 Timothy 5.15 For some are for some are already turned aside after Satan. <laughs> How sad. Amen. Amen. So this is my Sunday prayer letter, folks. It's written Saturday, February 26, 2022 at 4.36 p.m. in Boulder, Colorado. It's written by preacher John Shuck, street preacher, founding pastor, gospel evangelist church, touching people for heaven. God bless you, my friend. I love you very much.